Hello, everyone, and welcome to End the Know 360, show hosted by me, Annette, the warm-hearted warrior diva. My show gives you insights on the journeys of high-achieving business owners and music artists who share with our audience the importance of building a strong community of like-minded individuals on the road to greater success. This evening's show is a collaboration with a special guest, Miss Nala and Hi. the 360. Yay! Yes! Miss <laughs> uh, Nala is the host of her own podcast called Nala's Den in Jacksonville, Florida. She also collaborates as the host and brand ambassador of Power 904 Online Radio. Nala has the fastest growing platform on our Radar magazine. Uh, she is a true lioness like me. Uh, and it shows through her work ethic by consistently publishing content and showcasing phenomenal interviews on multiple social media platforms. Welcome, Miss Nala. Hey, you guys. <laughs> so I have several questions for you okay. no no pressure but i'm not i'm not you, you get you get you get <laughs> all right <laughs> so the first question is who or what inspired you to start your podcast and can you recall the exact moment that you knew you wanted to pursue this career path yes people is what got me started doing my podcast um i dealt with a lot of being not able to speak out uh people would get defended or feel like what i said was too harsh or you know people are not used to people being blunt all the time even my whole own family um i would talk to my mom be like you know be quiet be quiet be quiet so the only way I felt that I could speak out was through my podcast. I'm like, somebody going to listen to me. So by, I just took that and I started hosting into different clubs. But through the different clubs, I saw that people was dealing with more mental stuff than, you know, music and, you know, producing or DJing. It's like these people are still real people at the end of the day. Like they deal with stuff and I deal with stuff. So you know they you always feel like you gotta pull up put up a front or an entourage for the media right. and it's like we we still go through stuff people like and if we don't fix our mental then we can't mm. go forward it's hard to pursue things forward if you don't fix yourself so that's what got me started doing this and that was like five years ago wow wow that's amazing yeah, when I saw you, first I was um, following Power 904, then I saw you and I was like, oh, yes. And I found out you were a Leo. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> right on point. I know, that's what I was like. I was like, who is this? And I'm like, why is there a connection, but there's no connection? And I even asked the CEO of Power 904, I'm like, do you know who this is? And she's like, I'm like, what? she's following us. <laughs> well i'm so i'm so grateful to be part of the family as well just yes. like you're part of a family here and this is not going to be our last interview it's just nope. our first our beginning look i have so many things but i'm gonna track <laughs> track, track, track the time because i know you're a busy woman <laughs> so uh what challenges have you faced during your journey on becoming a podcaster and how have you persevered despite the challenges well my biggest challenge was overcoming um i was an alcoholic i dealt with alcohol really really bad when i first started hosting i saw so many things and i didn't know how to deal with people because i didn't know how to deal with myself so i would drown myself in alcohol um, it was it was terrible. I would just sit there at the bar and constantly, constantly drink. But I ended up counseling myself. I went to uh -oh. Georgia. I was in Florida. I moved back to Georgia and isolated myself from the world. I took myself off social media, um, just tried to figure out what was wrong with me. 
And when I started doing that, I was like, it's more to life again. You know, I could I could speak about this. And then I, I went through this big depression state with one of my friends and he was like, you got so much potential. Like, why, why do you feel so? And I'm like, I can't do this. You know, I people going to look at me, they're going to judge me. And it was like, OK, and how many more alcoholics are out there or how many more women deal with the same stuff that you deal with? And I was like, you're right. So I took that. That was one of my biggest challenges. Um, I still do drink, but not as much. I drink wine instead of hard liquor and alcohol. If I do drink hard liquor, it's a shot, but I'm trying to basically stay away from it. That's, that was one of my biggest challenges. The second one was facing people. Mm. I was afraid to... Once I figured that people would get offended, I shut. I started shutting down. Like mm. if I said it this way or this way, you know, people wouldn't take me as myself. But again, you got real friends that be like, "I like you for who you are." Like, why are you changing? Right. And I'm like, but I can't keep nobody around me, you know. And I would, I would feel a certain way. I would cry about it because I'm like, I really love people. I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I understood that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So mm -hmm. I began to, um, I went to school for business mm -hmm. and began to, to change the way I talk and the way I dealt with people. I learned when to say things and when not to say things. Mm -hmm. um, as a Leo, that's really hard to do sometimes because it's like, I'm going to tell them about this stuff. That's just dead wrong. And it's like, no, it's not the time. Just chill, you know. So I'm, I'm still learning that as I grow. That's mm -hmm. still one of my biggest challenges. And my last challenge was um, I found out I was pregnant and didn't know I was pregnant. So I was eight months pregnant doing my podcast. I had moved back to Jacksonville, Florida. So my goal was to get out in the field right. and just and just love people. And one day I got really, really sick. And I told mm -hmm. my best friend, I'm like, I don't feel good. And I hope I don't got COVID or mm -hmm. nothing like that. And she's like, well, we need to go to the doctor. So we go to the doctor and um, I was six months pregnant. So wow. full-time full -time podcasting, working a full-time job, going out at night, staying late nights. I was never sick. It was like God was really carrying me and yeah. trying to help me stay strong through the whole thing because even through the baby, like I had the baby, nobody knew. I went to Southwest by Southwest. I was out there eight months pregnant, wow. doing what I was doing. And I'm like, I'm determined. I'm just like, it's hot. But, you know, we drove all the way there, did what we had to do, came back, and then had a baby. And went now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. And nobody knew through the whole thing. I just kept going and kept going and just kept going. So it's still a challenge because. My kids are grown, grown, and I started completely over it. So it's like new mom all over again. Well, it's a blessing. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> keep, look, kids keep you young, okay? I got they three, do. too. <laughs> I, got, I, got three, I got three of those running around, so <laughs> I feel yeah, your pain. <laughs> well, I got a 24 and a 21, and I have four grands. So then, oh, this, wow. then this baby comes and it's like, what what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, you'll always have company, that's for sure. <laughs> right. But I also felt like it was teaching me a lesson. Um, through my through my younger years of having kids, I was always so hardcore. But with this one, I'm really emotional. Like I'm really intact with my feelings with this this baby so you know even dealing with people now i'll be like oh well maybe i should when your feelings just chill you know because uh -huh. i'll get into my feelings where i feel like i gotta do more than what i should do and then get right. taken advantage of or something like that so yeah this baby is really softening my heart oh see yeah it all it all worked out for the best. Yeah. He softened it up. That's so cute. Um, so how would you describe Nala? How would you describe yourself? Besides okay. being a Leo. 
because we know. So, so that's the thing. So Nala is my alter ego. Lamika is my real name. So Lamika mm-hmm. is actually an introvert. Nala is an introvert. She loves people. She's spontaneous. She's ready to take over the world. But when I take that off, then I'm just a total introvert. Like, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to talk to people. I like to watch TV, be in my books, or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nala is this wild, courageous, let's go jump off a mountain type of person. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna have to call you when I when I want to go ziplining because I want to do that one day. Yes, <laughs> some, some ziplining somewhere. Ziplining and bungee jumping. I want to try. Oh boy! <laughs> yes. Wow, I did not know. I mean, I guess we have some introverts. I can be in hermit mode a lot of times just because it's just too much energy out here, right? And and yes. there's nobody you can recharge with, so you just go in your shell. <laughs> Yes, and and it's constantly, you know, dealing in the media. You're constantly dealing with people. Your phone is always going off. Social media, you got to keep yeah. that going. And I also work at a hotel, so I'm always dealing with people. So it's like it's hard. You deal with so much energy throughout the day. I really mm-hmm. sit in the room sometimes. I don't want to be bothered. Like I gotta find my. I gotta keep in tech with myself because I be right. losing myself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that's that's for real. I have to yes. lock my look. I have to lock my doors and t- pretend I'm not here in the house. <laughs> yes, or Let's, you try to be quiet so nobody wants. Like they won't even notice I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> and they go, and it's funny because it's like, Mom, why are you in the uh, bathroom or <laughs> in the closet? So <laughs> the only time I get right. <laughs> Oh yes. my gosh, uh, definitely a balance there. Um, so if you had uh, your choice of three podcasters to open up a show for, who would they be? Oprah would be one. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a she's a she's a woman feminist. I love her. She she stands for us, and um, I just feel like she would be very, very supportive (laughs) my second person would be that's a hard one i know oprah was my first one tyra banks okay i just like the way she carried herself and then she also dealt with a lot of stuff as far as being a woman in the industry I feel like that that would be very motivating as well she would be able to help me get over a lot of obstacles that we deal with that we don't know that we face on a daily basis and she also had to deal with her height and weight and mm-hmm. you know so i'm just like how did you yeah. maintain that and you came out strong mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and my third one yeah <laughs> oh it would be trent shelton oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he keeps me on my toes every single day. Uh, it's motivating. And my son plays football, so that's why I follow him a lot. He, you know, he got hurt playing football and he had to find a backup career. So that was always my fear as a mom with my middle son. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, what if something happens to you? Um, or what would I, you know, but so I just carried him for the majority mm-hmm. of my years of toting him and I still carry him today like <laughs> yeah Aww. that's so sweet yeah middle I wonder if uh he's like my son <laughs> but always <laughs> <laughs> I caught but look my middle child he doesn't like being called firecracker because he's an Aries and he just yeah god of war <laughs> Well, he's a, mine's is a Pisces, so he's really laid back. So oh, okay. Football kind of opened him up. Yeah, he's real quiet, probably sneaky. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep you the on the baby your toes. is the firecracker. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have a firecracker in the house. Yes, I do got one. <laughs> so I'm paying for it. 
Oh, it's that one, right, right. Yes. So what is one important lesson that you've learned in working in the entertainment business? Keep God first. Hmm. <laughs> For sure. No matter what we go through, no matter what we face, you know, mm -hmm. keep him first. Try not to take in too much energy or too many things that people say because sometimes those words can discourage you. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a real personal relationship with him, then you will find yourself lost, dealing with depression, your weight, insecurities, mm -hmm. trying to fit in or you know, even with social media, you find yourself like, well, my, my podcast ain't like theirs. And why I can't do this? Or, you know, so, you know, it's keeping him like first and just knowing that he got you where you're supposed to be for a reason. Mm -hmm. So just wait, you wait your turn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most definitely. And most importantly, you know, enjoy the journey. Right. Yes. While we're doing this, because girl, you get, I feel you get caught up in the work. <laughs> I just had a I just had a breakdown last week. Literally, just just so much pressure built up, but it kind of like brings you back to yourself. Like, what what am I doing? Uh huh. <laughs> I, I had a look. I had a come to Jesus moment too. Yeah, like <laughs> like my bad. You know, I just had to just needed to get that out. You know. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's okay because then you have you know people that come to you and say. I really appreciate your show. I really appreciate yeah. your, your support. And then that's what like, you know, ties you to with your craft and what you're doing. It's just and I do that daily. Like that's my secret. Like every day before I go to sleep, I go back through my promos or I go back through the conversations. I constantly mm -hmm. listen to my past podcasts of people that I've talked to. And I, you know, remind myself like, these people believe in me. Like nobody else didn't believe in me. They believed in me. And that's why I'm where I'm at. So mm -hmm. can't stop. I know, right? Can't stop, won't <laughs> stop. Can't stop. <laughs> they gonna be like, they're gonna be finding your, your cell phone number. <laughs> and it's crazy because I did have my cell phone number on social media. And one of my homeboys hit me up. He was like, yo, take your cell phone number off of them. <laughs> I was like, why? It's a business. The people, he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's only for VIP people. <laughs> that's it. I had to learn that. I'm like, no, it's a business. Anybody can call. It's like, no. no got that, crazy people out there. <laughs> no, you know what? That's true. Because, like, I have my business. And now you got me thinking. <laughs> My business card, maybe I should take out my number because yeah, like if they can't email you and then if you can't figure out what you want to give them your number, uh, yeah, you're gonna have some weird people calling. Okay. I need to go yeah. look at those cards again. No, we beautiful women out here. Gotta put that's so true. So true. Well, if you weren't doing this podcast. What would you be doing? I would be a surgical tech. I actually was a surgical tech. I was going to school for it. I was doing everything I needed to do for it. Um, got to my internship and walked out. And that's, this is when I started doing this. I just felt like that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Like being a surgical tech, I can't even talk to people. We just sit there for hours and hours. But I love people, and I felt like that was a way of helping people. And, you know, being able to help people get up and, and get back to their real selves or having surgery on them or, you know, helping them breathe again, that that was something I wanted to do. But I'm like, I did like a 12-hour shift, couldn't move, just standing there with the, the surgeon, nose talking, nothing to drink. I was like, this ain't for me. This ain't. Can't go to the bathroom. If you got to go to the bathroom, you got to switch out. You got to unscrub. You got to go to the bathroom, come back, re-scrub, get back. I'm like, nah, that's too much. But that's what I would be doing. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's not like for a heart surgery or something? It's not like a, you know, a major type that's of surgery? That's for any type of surgery. 
So you have always, yeah, as the surgical tech, you have to scrub. So if you're scrubbing in with the surgeon, he always picks the, the, the surgical tech that he wants to stand next to him. So if you're standing in there next to that surgeon, surgeon, you cannot move. You hand him what he needs to get. You know, don't, don't, if you hold in a place where he's trying to get in, you know, can't move, can't mess up, can't have um, shaking true. hands. You can't, none of that stuff. Cause any little thing yeah. can mess up. So yeah, That's it's, it's real out there in the nursing, in the medical field. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so shout out to the surgical tents. I, I know, right? <laughs> shout out to all the clinicians. I'm glad I'm a, yes. a non-clinician. <laughs> I, I'm in public health, and I'm like, you know, I, at one point I wanted to go to medical school, but I'm like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And that's crazy. My daughter's an RN, so she 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 does it, and she loves it. So I'm just like, yeah, uh -huh. it just skipped me, and you, yeah, it was for you. That's so true. <laughs> well, we're here, so that's that's better than uh, having to stand yeah. still for twelve I hours. I take this any day. I'd be like, let talk to me about your job. Like when I call her throughout the day, I'm interviewing her. How was your day? How did what happens with this patient? You know, like. <laughs> I'm interviewing her because she need a counselor just as well as we do. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. so true. Wow, it's amazing. So, how do you feel uh, the internet? How do you feel about the internet, and how has it impacted you and your podcasts and radio journey? How do I feel about the internet? I with social media. It has, it is a plus and it's a minus. Um, I feel like I'm a hands-on person. I like to be, you know, if you was here, I would rather have a live interview than be talking to you right here. I can't touch you, I can't feel, I can't see, you know. So, you know, social media keeps us connected but not connected enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's how I feel about social media. Well, I'm gonna have to fly down to Florida. Shoot, yes. you can come up here to the DMV too now. But I, I look, I'll come to Florida, get that suntan. You know, I was about the to say, I can't weather. do the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come to Florida, <laughs> right? <laughs> look, I was thinking about moving down there at one point in my life. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Uh oh, uh oh, we're gonna be in trouble. We might be neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh oh! It's yeah, always good to trouble. have a partner that's close. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. <laughs> um, if you could change anything about the industry, what would it be in this industry? Because I like to deal with the mental aspect, I would change that. I would just wish that people would be more transparent with themselves. Mm. Um, we deal with a lot of people, especially me dealing with artists. They they mm. they come and so, they're so broken. And when you really start building relationships with them, there it's hard to get into them because they don't want you to get into them. So mm. it be, it becomes a war. Like, let me help you, and it's like I don't need your help, and it's like yes, you do. Yeah, you do need my help. So I, I just wish that people would be more open with themselves, be able to deal with themselves more. And because you don't know who, who you're talking to or you don't know what that person's going through and you yeah. may be hurting them more than you're hurting yourself. If that person's going out on the limb to, for you and you get to a certain spot and you have a breakdown somewhere and it's like, well, what's going on? It's like, I can't do this no more. Mm, yeah. You know? And it's people that I know that have walked away because of fear or, mm. you know, dealing with mental things. And it's like, I can't do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Um, I mean, I'm sure that there's other, like, resources that they can get a hold of um, that we can, you know, provide to them. But, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's, that is difficult. Too. Yes, I did an interview with a producer the other day and he was like, you know, artists are always asking for beats and beats. And he's like, he doesn't like to really just send out beats. He likes to have a personal conversation with them because I don't want to just send you a beat and you're a Christian. You know, I might be sending you something, you know, mm -hmm. 
a little too hardcore it might got a background something in it that you might don't want to use and now you're thinking that i'm just so he was like yeah i want to know what what you are going through or what you're dealing with or what you're rapping about let me see your lyrics before i send you a beat like and i'm like that's deep yeah (laughs) oh but you know that that takes a lot of foresight because you, you like you say you never know what a person's going through or um, what the person wants to, you know, sing about or rap about. So right. very, very true. I like that. I want to be a fly in your wall. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, I try to be as transparent. Like I really do <laughs> because I feel like if you can deal with my ugly side, then you can always deal with my soft side. But if you can never deal with my ugly side, we, we ain't gonna be friends long. Yeah. I'm not perfect and I go through stuff and I wake up bad mm-hmm. and some days I, you know, yeah, uh-huh. if you can't deal with that, it's like. Yeah. Hey, I <laughs> no, I, <look. laughs> that's, that's true. We all have a side, multiple yes. sides, maybe, you know? <laughs> yes. You definitely need multiple sides when you're dealing with media, right? Dealing with voices <laughs> in your head. It's like I'm fighting every day. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. That's why I turn to meditation. I try I've been doing this meditation every morning and and affirmations because nobody's gonna tell you you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're um intelligent, you know. You have to tell you. And yourself. if you do hear it, it's not the type that you want. So I dealt with that as well. I um when I first started started out doing podcasting or hosting, I felt like that I was only getting into certain places because of the way I looked or because and I'm like, I don't want people. So when I first came back out with my podcast on social media, I was no face for two years. Mm. I literally hustled on Spotify and Anchor and with no face. So Nala had no face. And then one day I just was like, all right, I'm ready to come back out. And then, cause I wanted people to like me for what I do. Hear my voice, hear what I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) When when people surprised when they they put the face to the, um, uh oh, we have like internet. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It's like going in and out sometimes. Uh, were they surprised when you put your face out there with the voice? They were like, oh, yeah, that's that's right. That, I, yeah, that's- because before I became Nala, I was called the lioness. But it was so many women using that name, I felt like that it was being misused. Like, you didn't know oh. why I was calling myself a lioness. You didn't know why I didn't, I wasn't just doing it true. Yes, I'm a Leo, but I'm a true Leo. So I wanted you to understand, like, I wasn't just calling myself a lioness because I was born in August or, you know, I was like, I wanted you to understand, like, my life is a total lion. Like, I had to be strong. I had to be courageous. It was Mm -hmm. times when I was almost homeless and didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I had to be a real lion out Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. you know, for me and my kids. And nobody knew that because I always smile. Like, I'm always smiling, so you never Mm -hmm. know. You know, so you don't never know what I'm going through behind Right. but it's like, yeah, so I changed lioness to the to Nala because lioness was the real roar, and Nala yeah. is the soft person. So Nala is real, yeah, ah. humble. She's more humble. Okay, laid back, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to you. I won't try to be like, well, it's my way, you know, <laughs> or the highway, <laughs> or the highway. Get out. Yes, I struggled all that for the longest, even in relationships, you know, with men. It was just like, you know, and I'm the only child, a military brat. So I carried it very, very strong. Yes, I was very, very strong. So it was like, no, you no, you can't tell me my daddy Uh said, you know, or, you know, and it's just Uh like, I... (laughs) Like, um, you ain't gonna get no man like that, sis. You gotta calm down. (laughs) <laughs> look, look, it's not why it's not why I'm still single. <laughs> yes. We gotta we gotta calm down. Look. <laughs> now, you know, that that's a fight. Okay, so but it take yeah, it does take a special person to handle this, right? Yes. It does take a special 
maybe alpha male type to handle us because I mean I'm not no pun intended to the beta males, but you know, I've you know married one, dated several in the past, but uh it's it's one of those things where I think we come against uh the grain with competition when you don't want to be in that competition or that challenge but just in general it's it's alluring to people right right and and you can't help it though you can't help but try to provide support and it's taken in a bad way right right that like it's it's like that is in a bad thing it's like i'm sorry that i'm not i'm weak but i'm not weak like that like i'm i'm built on bricks like you know but i can be softened and i think sometimes with me it comes with being safe that's even in my friendships and anything like if i don't feel safe with you i always got a guard up i always sit back i won't open up to you you can't get me to talk this is not speaking not lamika so you know you won't get me to talk about a lot of things in my life because Mm -hmm. i'm a afraid that you will take them and use them against me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do, especially with women. And most of my relationships have been abusive, not all like physical, but with words, because that was mm-hmm. the only way they felt like they could break me. And those words really did break me because they will play over and over in my head. And I'd be like, I'm not pretty enough or nobody's ever gonna want me or, you know, I, I don't got, I can't do this or you know i i would i can't go outside because this and this you know and yeah i dealt with all that so i was like i'm not gonna go through that yeah you're lit you're not alone <laughs> it's it's funny like our, how we're mirroring each other because ever since growing up the same thing and it's not like you know you want to be friends but it's it's um the whole it's the whole the whole you know jealousy and envy uh but it is what it is right you just what i've learned is you just have to step into your own light and and those that that rock with you will rock with you i got this story um so i grew up i was i was from a all-white town uh, I tried out for cheerleading when I was like in middle school, going into high school. Everybody was like, you ain't gonna make it, you know, you black, you, you ain't gonna make it, da 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 So when I did, I ended up making it. Um, mm-hmm. I had some black friends, but you could tell that it was, you know, animosity in some things. So when I graduated, I completely left my hometown. I didn't feel, I just, it was like I fell out the, fell out the, fell out the earth or whatever. So they were yeah. looking for me. I didn't want to talk to anybody because mentally I was still dealing with things from high school from some of the stuff that y'all was saying to me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't feel like I was good enough this and that to even be around you guys, even though I was a cheerleader. Like, I still didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was good enough. So mm-hmm. I ended up, um, I moved to Macon, just trying to find myself. I stayed in Atlanta, went back to my hometown, and then I came to Florida, I'm just Plopping, flopping, just going everywhere by myself. And then, and and I was just like, it got to be more than life. Like, why am I trying so hard to fit in? Again, yeah. dealing with my mental. Like, why do why do I care if they're my friend or not? Like, so right. I um, was going to this church, and this pastor had told me, literally, he was like, whatever you do, don't ever go back to your hometown. Mm. And I was like. My family's there. My mom's there. My kids there, you know, ended up going back. I'm just now starting my podcast. I'm like, I had this heart, like my city got to believe in me first before anybody Mm -hmm. else believe in me. Went back, try to get people to be, you know, befriend them and be again, my mouth, you know, and a lot of people can't take it. It's like, well, who she thinks she is or she thinks she better than everybody or we don't want to do that. What she doing or. You know, I ended up getting into fights and arguments with mm-hmm. people from high school, and we grown now. So I'm just like, what? What is? What am I not doing? So I just knew it was time for me to go. So I ended up back here, and I was just like, I never look back. Uh, I don't look back. I'm just like, I don't go back. Now. Wow. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, sometimes you just gotta leave that past and and start a fresh. You know. New universe, 
Right. As you can, as you can tell, I love Marvel and DC. <laughs> It but, was like I was doing the right things. Like I quit my job. Yeah. I called my best friend. I'm like, come get me going through a relationship or whatever. Hmm. And I was just like, come get me. I'm ready to go. Six o'clock hmm. in the morning. She's like, what? You know, I, come get me, please. Yeah. Came here. Didn't have nothing. No, no job. No money. No nothing. But I was like, I can survive. I can get a job. Oh, I yeah. Okay. You know? So um, she was like, okay, whatever you want to do, whatever. So I ended up doing all that. And I'm like, every step that I made after that, it was like it was a blessing. Like everything I touched was interviews, yeah. podcasts, and, um, going out, meeting people, mm-hmm. getting interviews with certain people that I never thought I would be talking to. Um, my job was a blessing. I got my job mm-hmm. in like two weeks of being here and I'm still there and moved up. Wow. So I'm like, everything I touched was like a blessing. So it was like, mm-hmm. I'm going in the right direction, but I still, you know, I still feel like, what am I not doing? Mm. I'm still going to always have that thought, but I know that I'm doing the right thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely. I mean, especially when the doors start opening and, and that's the crazy thing is that the universe right god the universe how they work is that you're you know that you're in the right place when people are coming to you for an interview or just a chat or whatever your opinion idea um even even just to to say hello because they they see your presence you're you're like a light bearer right and a lot of you know, it's a fortunate and unfortunate, but we are like the sun. So. Right. Um, and it'd be weird to me because I'm not used to it. I will have people and be like, I'll come all the way to, you know, Jacksonville and I'll get, I'll get an interview. And I'm like, no, you ain't, we can do it on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, I'm going to come, you know, and me and my friend one time, a dude came all the way from up North. We picked him up from the, from the airport and and spent the day with them and did a whole interview with me and he was just happy just and i'm like you know you didn't have to come all the way here just for a 45 minute interview you know you didn't have wow. to but he, that's what he wanted to do so i was just like i'm honored yeah <laughs> that's 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 amazing it's yeah. kind of i don't know we have to talk about this offline but look I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I have to ask her sometimes, be like, you know, these people want to come out. She'll be like, it's okay. I'm like, no, we can just do it on, do it on some. She was like, no, that means that they, they really respect you. They really, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's just a little too much for me, you know. But I'm not used to that type of love either. So I, that might be why I struggle with mm-hmm. trying to take it in because I'm just like, no, that's just too much. That's. that's <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> Females, yeah, okay. But, you know, when men do it, I'm just like, no, just, it's okay. I know, right? <laughs> we having like bouquets of flowers up in Power 904. Like, now like, this whole room is for you. <laughs> All these roses and stuff. Like, you don't know where to put the teddy bears. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to take it. I'd be like, send it back. Who sent this? Send it back to right. the people. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they sending flowers? What's up with that? Hey. Yeah, um, no, I ain't got there yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> look, look, now after we after I said it, yeah. They're like, they're like, oh, you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> I ain't got there yet. We'll see. Let me know next week. Uh, so <laughs> where do you find your inspiration? At the beach. Okay. I That's love it. Just hearing the water run, uh, watching the waves. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. Um, I get more of my inspiration or my motivation from there. Like looking at how peaceful it is, it lets me know how in a peaceful situation that I'm in to be able to do what I need to do. Like there's nothing blocking me. I can clear my head 
And then once I leave, I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah. So always, yeah, definitely need that. And even in the shower, like anything with water is peaceful yeah. to me. When I go to the nail shop, where I go at, it's just, they have this big old water thing and it's just running and all you hear is the water sounds. And then they're doing your nails and feet and they have this meditation music going. And I'm just mm. like, this is like heaven. Mm. Sounds yeah. like it. <laughs> look, look, I'm making my plans in my head. Okay, when am yes. I going to come down to Florida? <laughs> I'm, come to I'm, the water. I'm, I'm come from Look, I for real, I might not even want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> we got plenty of work for you to do down here. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down. Definitely. So, what's the best advice you can uh, that you've been given? Be myself. <laughs> okay. Be myself. No matter what, at the end of the day, I have, I'm the only one that have to do. You know, let people know who you are and let people love you for who you are. Even on my interviews, on myself, people get on and be like, so do I? I be like, no, I'm not scripted. I be like, no, just be yourself. Just come on here like, you know, we best friends or something, you know. And yeah. that's just, that's, I get that. I get a, a good feel out of that. And I also build good relationships through that because people are able to be themselves where else everywhere else they feel like they gotta yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that that's so true i mean you know being in the the military and the service and working in the government it's like you have to be a certain way all the time <laughs> i'm just, i work in the corporate world too so having a nine to five when i go to work if you call my job you wouldn't even know it was me but when I leave, I'll be like, girl. Ooh, I know, right? But when I'm there, I'm like, hi, how are you? You know, I <laughs> you know and I'll just be so, you know, just ready to go. Because it's like, it's so corporate. Uh, it's so corporate. <laughs> but, but look, the lattes are good, though, right? I mean. Yes. <laughs> look, one thing about corporate is, the coffee machine, you got a nice water, whatever, uh, Fiji, uh, the discounts, look, can I get a discount? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh oh, hopefully, nobody yes. listens to our show, right? Because they're gonna be blowing me up with my inboxes, <laughs> but I know, um, <laughs> but but I'm cousin. You know, right? <laughs> we went to school together. Wait. You know, when we were yeah. in third grade together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, no. we, we'd be bad together. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> yeah, my facial expressions are the worst. Like my uh -huh. best friend had to tell me, and when I first started doing my interviews, they I would be sitting on here, and somebody could say something. I'd be like, "What, what are you talking about?" <laughs> She was like, you really need to work on your facials. Uh-huh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are they that bad? She was like, yeah, they bad. And then I would go back and I would watch the interviews. or And I'm still insecure about it now. Like, I would hang up and be like, I wonder how much if I made a facial to the person when they said this or this. Yeah, and I, yeah, I have to get that. <laughs> Look. It's, it's bad. <laughs> Look, we need to put our COVID mask on. So that yes, way. You can't see nothing. <laughs> but I think my eyes would tell it too, because I I stretch them or I'd be oh. like, girl, did you did he say did he say that? <laughs> yes, I tell them myself. We could put our shades on with it. You that know, might help. Shade, you, know? yeah, you won't see no eye movement because I would look at you real quick with the <laughs> the corner eye and be like, "Did you? Did you hear that?" Oh my lord! Be like, okay, you know, you ever had like a show where you just wanted to crack up, like start laughing, but you know it's some serious stuff, <laughs> some serious topic or something. You're like, yeah. So just I just told my best friend about that today as well. So listen, we um working at a hotel, you know, we have to get emails of people. So someone called and their email was 
black to black a double s so my boss was like spell it and i'm like are you free? he was like well i can't say it and i'm like people need to just you know change that how you still got an email like that and you grown <laughs> <laughs> how you feel comfortable with coming up in here saying that's your email <laughs> Yeah, like that's no, no, we got to change that. They was they said it so boldly. So yeah, that was one of my moments because I'm looking at his face and he was sitting there like trying to be all serious. Uh -huh. She just really say that like it was nothing. And he was like, just spell it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, you know, that lifeline that you do on the pull it i need to call a friend i need to call a friend yes because that yeah some stuff yeah that's really okay. interesting ah <laughs> uh, that is an interesting thing and having to deal with the entertainment industry okay <laughs> yes so so What's next for Nala and what message would you like to give your fans and up and coming entertainment podcasters, music artists, entertainment folks? Well, what's next for me is growing with Power 904 and building on our radar magazine. We are starting to build, hopefully crossing my fingers, to build a, a mini team um, I wasn't comfortable with going out in the clubs due to my situations in the mm -hmm. past, but now I'm ready to get back out there. I just need a safe space. Mm -hmm. So I think I found that. So, um, starting tonight, we got our first little thing. So I'm about to, as soon as we done with that, I'm going, we're having artist appreciation night. Um, so we will be there doing that. After that, we will try to do showcases, uh, or events at least every Thursday, try to build with that. And I want to be able to bring artists from the North to the South. That's a big thing that we have a difficult time doing. And nobody really knows about the independent artists in the South and the South doesn't know about the North. So I one day just want to have a big showcase where I can bring all those artists together. And we have a big, big showcase, artist wow. showcase, artist event. Let's uh -huh. say don't say showcases no more, so we don't say that. So <laughs> you know we don't have a big event, right? Right. And and show up. If I could, go ahead. Oh no no no, go ahead, go ahead. If I could leave anything with anybody today, mm -hmm. it would be the same thing. Keep God first, no matter what you go through. If you having um problems trusting yourself. It's not on us. Believe in God first because he's in control of everything. He's the direction of our lives. If you don't believe in God and you believe in something out there, the universe, follow the universe. Because sometimes we go so, we be, we're emotional beings. And living off your emotions will lead you in the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I've learned. Like, keep your emotions, even in your relationships, friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, don't make decisions off of that. Mm. Sit down, think about it. Yeah. You know, pray about it, meditate about it. If it takes two or three days for you even think, you know, get to an answer, it's okay. You don't have to answer right then. And sometimes people feel like I got an answer right now. You don't have to. So that's something that I will leave with people. The second mm. thing is always, no matter what, no matter where you go, always be yourself. Oh yes, most definitely. Always. So that's the two things I will leave with people. Mm. Yeah, going back to what you were saying about uh, show, well, we don't call it showcase. What do we call it again? Nala, I just want to make sure my terminology is accurate. You got to <laughs> find another word for it. Whatever you want to name your event, just don't say showcase. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to think about that. You can uh, say, you can, well, do we, we, a summit. You can call it a summit. Just don't say showcase. Yes, yeah, some you know they think we're trying to get take their money, 
you know, oh. people have been so robbed out of the things and oh. all these mini showcases they've been having, and mm. you know, they don't they don't want to hear that. It scares them away sometimes. Ooh. That's a good tip. Look, we need to cut. I need I need to get offline here after the show. We can go through our list of of terminology, so that way I'm making sure I'm not saying the wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. It looks like it's going in and out. Okay, there you are. So it's funny that she had mentioned what you wanted to do because I feel like you're in my brain for some reason. <laughs> you know, uh, but we'll talk. Off, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk offline. Is there anything else you would like to say to our audience tonight? Come get Joey interviews. <laughs> right. I have some up going on i just need you guys to stick with me participate um, we have so many things to offer you guys as far as um being different platforms i've been offered so many positions to be on different platforms those opportunities were given to me i want to be able to take take some of my artists with me i believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself don't be looking for me to push you when you're not pushing yourself because that lets me know mm. that you don't believe in yourself. So that's something else that I would I would say because it's important in the media right. world. You know, you want to come and everybody's like, I want to interview and it's like, what you going to talk about? Because what are going to talk about? You know, he's like, I'm an artist. And I'll be like, oh, well, your page is not even set up like an artist. Where's your mm. stuff? You know, where's your... Right. Well, well, I need to be able to see that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. A lot sure. of them don't know that. And I think artist development is something I, I, I carry a lot. But I do it out of the goodness of my heart. A lot of people make you pay for it. But that just comes with working with me, being around me. I just feel like being able to input that in you when I look back years later and I was a part of that, that means a lot to me. So. Uh-huh. Mm, mic drop on that. I, I I don't have any like background noise. I need to come up with that later on for the show. <laughs> you know how they like drop the bomb and all that. <laughs> yeah, I I get there. <laughs> but um, so this is streaming right now on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, also, I will be adding this to our Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channels and all the social media platforms, um, Nala in the Dan. And I have everything listed on this feed. And after that, after the show, I'll add also the Instagram reel. Unfortunately, Instagram is special because, you know, I don't know why there's that special with Meta. But nonetheless, hold on, hold tight, Nala. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Please tap in, follow Nala and NNL 360. Have a wonderful evening. Bye, guys.